So we've got five or six phrasal verbs each. We're going to ask each other questions using the phrasal verbs. Uh, Rob doesn't know the questions I'm going to ask him, and I don't know the questions Rob's got for me. So there's going to be some some natural stuff going on here. Can you figure out what all my phrasal verbs have in common? That's okay, the kind of extra task for the okay. listener and for you. All right, yeah, let's just get going. Uh, you ready to roll? Yep, always. All right, well, we're action. So, hello, Rob. How are you doing? Hi, good, Gabriel. Thanks for inviting me on your podcast. Oh, thanks for coming, man. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, and we have to. We have to. I have to thank Emma as well, right? Yeah, because yeah. Uh, she gave me a mention, and then you looked me up after that. Yeah, yeah. She she recommended that I have a chat with you. If if like you have to talk to Rob is a recommendation, then I, I think <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a recommendation. Yeah. So yeah, thanks to Emma and yeah, thanks to you. It's nice to have you here. Um, I've been checking out your channels and your 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 podcast episodes. We'll talk about that later. So today we're talking about phrasal verbs. So uh, Rob, I'm speaking to the listeners now. Rob came up with the idea for today's podcast episode. Um, we're going to look at phrasal verbs and it's great because that's such a it's just such an area that both teachers and learners find interesting but also it's a big challenge for a lot of uh, english learners because you know they're they're, they're ridiculous they're absolutely ridiculous sometimes um, but yeah. sorry gabriel to jump yeah, in. i yeah, just wanted no, to point about it i just wanted to actually i'm going to use another one point out yeah that we've actually used two and now three already because mm -hmm. i said I, I gave up on coming mm -hmm. coming up with oh there's another one see there's so many yeah yeah they're ubiquitous yeah. they're they're everywhere um yeah yeah and it's kind of crazy give up right like it's not about giving it's not about going up mm -hmm. but you know put these together completely new meaning um, when, when I have students ask me about how they can handle this stuff with phrasal verbs, I often just say, um, treat it like a separate word. Just don't look, look at it. Don't see give, don't see up. Um, those words, your knowledge of those words will not help you here. Just look at give up as one new separate piece of vocabulary, store it as a, as a separate thing. Cause I, I, I get the feeling I haven't done the research on this, but I get the feeling that's what we're doing. When we hear give up, we're not creating a semantic link with the word give. We're not thinking of giving as a giving, you know, as the general action of giving something. We just mm -hmm. hear give up and we know what that means as one, one unit. Yeah. And when there's a, a phrasal verb which is built on, a, on an original verb, which is something more visual as well, it's, it gets mm -hmm. even more mm -hmm. difficult to comprehend, like um, to run out of something mm. or to run over and yes. we we have because with run is such a visual yeah, thing we imagine somebody running yeah, but yeah. if you say i ran out of eggs nobody in this sentence is running unless they're running to the next shop before it closes because you still need well, eggs that's the next <laughs> sentence you know but that's, that's not, not the running not out yeah <laughs> yeah and, or uh, some somebody there are no eggs because somebody took them and ran out with them but this <laughs> is the kind of thing that you know a learner might might consider that, yeah i know that verb run mm -hmm. so who's who's running in this sentence not the egg surely <laughs> yeah and yeah if you're reading a sentence if you're reading a story and this this verb comes up you would start thinking about people running yeah yeah uh, they ran out of eggs so i ran out of the shop there you go that that could be a, a new a, something either really helpful or really confusing i'm not yeah, sure and then when i ran into the next shop i ran into my neighbor Ooh. Uh, 
possibly maybe this could help maybe this could just make things anyway yeah we're not going to talk we're throwing too many out aren't we at the minute <laughs> yeah yeah and we're not going to talk about how to learn phrasal verbs specifically we're just going to talk freely about well not about phrasal verbs using phrasal verbs we're going to have a uh as natural a conversation as we can considering that this is a completely contrived context <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. We're going to be talking and uh, Rob doesn't know the questions I'm going to ask him. And I don't know the questions Rob's got for me. So there's going to be some some natural stuff going on here. So we've got five or six phrasal verbs each. We're going to ask each other questions using the phrasal verbs. And perhaps we're going to discuss the phrasal verbs if we feel like it, if it feels like the right thing to do at the time. And um I have created a kind of, I don't want to say a theme, but all of the phrasal verbs that I have selected have something in common. So, Oh, okay. Yeah. I've not got a theme. I've, my, I've, mine were like, <laughs> just to find out more about you, because I don't really know you very well, just to phrasal verbs to get to know you. Uh, oh, that's cool. It, okay. That's a more general theme. Ah, so you gravitated towards that sort of side of conversation, the more... Well, breaking the them, ice, that small talk side of things. I suppose, yeah, a little bit. Um, which maybe is not so great for your podcast. Thinking about it now, because your learners probably know all these things about you. Um, I, I'm not sure they do. No? I, okay. I can be a cold and distant figure sometimes. So. Okay, is that the key to podcasting? I've not, <laughs> I've not tried that one yet. <laughs> well, so I'm, I'm going for it, and I, I'm not looking back. Whatever, whether it's good or I don't know. Um, we'll find out. And I think I think the thing is, you know, I'm talking to you um, in this context is is quite different from when I'm talking to other people and talking to the just talking to the microphone. Um, so I'm sure lots of cool stuff will come up. Well, yeah. Well, back. this is this is why we didn't give each other quest the questions mm -hmm. before because then the listeners get natural conversation. Yeah, which is yeah. taking useful. take each other by surprise. So. Yeah, let's just get straight into it. Uh, so I've got, yeah, can you can you figure out what all my phrasal verbs have in common? That's okay, the kind of extra task for the okay. listener and for you. I think you'll figure it out quickly because you're you're an English teacher and you're just going to notice. But um, yeah, if you yeah, let me know when you when you figured it out. Okay. Um, okay. Would you? You're the guest, so I guess guests go first. Would you like to go for it first? Okay. Um, well, right. this is one that's been added to my list since we started talking. You know, there's, mm -hmm. there's no secret that we, we, before the podcast started, we had a little chat just to um, get things going and mm -hmm. make sure we're on the same page. Um, and you mentioned that you're uh, moving soon. Mm -hmm. So um, when will you move out and where will you move to? I always Ooh. think that this is strange, like to talk about moving to moving in moving out it's we just use move <laughs> yeah it's true isn't it yeah that's something as a teacher i noticed that you know you have to point out that's another phrase of word you have to point out to students you have to draw their attention to the to the fact that move is about well let me answer first and then we can talk yeah. about the meaning uh so yeah we're moving out on the third of november we have a date um we're moving out on the 3rd of November. And because we're moving to the other side of the world, we're going to Australia. We're going to move in. Oh, you didn't ask that question, but I'm going to, I'm going to no, answer but it. Anyway. Yes. Free flow moving, conversation. I want to know. Moving in on the 4th, because it takes like over 20 hours to go to Australia, which is ridiculous. 
but it's Australia. And um, yeah, we're moving to Australia. Okay. And yeah. what's what's with the move? What's what, what's brought it on? This has been in the pipeline for years and years. My partner's Australian, so that was the main sort of um, reason we chose Australia. Um, yeah, we just, I mean, we travel a lot. We've always been like living in different countries together. We've lived in Russia and Turkey and Bulgaria now. So it's kind of natural just to move somewhere. But we thought, yeah, we, we'd move to Australia and um, yeah, see how things work out there for a while. This good. I'm, I'm jealous. Yeah, we, I've, I've been to Australia. I mm-hmm. really, really like it. Friendly people, mm-hmm. amazing landscapes, so much to yeah. explore. Yeah. Um, Melbourne, Sydney. It is Melbourne. Yes. Melbourne. Yes. I like Melbourne. I don't know. I haven't been to Sydney or um, most of most of the other cities. I've, I've been to Perth and Melbourne, but I get the impression. I think Sydney and Melbourne are a little different from the others because the others are kind of more American in the, in the sort of design. You have a center and then you just have sprawling suburbs. But uh, Melbourne and I think Sydney is like this, have just lots of centers like London or New York or Istanbul. It's not just the center and then lots of houses. It's, yeah, it's true, lots yeah. of different areas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I spent like mm-hmm. six months in Sydney and there's, oh, yeah, there's wow. like the, the dock. Docklands area like in London as well and then uh-huh. there is like a central business district and then there are other areas but lots of different beaches as well that all have mm, a different vibe yeah Melbourne I spent some time in I, I can't remember much of it um when was that like 2009 or something but yeah 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 Melbourne's um, got like the river and the CBD is kind of right in the middle and then but then you know s- suburbs are, are buzzing you know there's lots of stuff mm-hmm. going on everywhere yeah Cool. Good question. I like it. So move into, move out, move to, we use this verb move. Um, when we're talking about changing the place where we live, we use move. That's, yeah, that's lot, it, right? Well, it's strange because lots of other languages have an actual word for it. Like in French mm. is déménagement, oh. which is like its own verb for going from one house to another house, changing the place where you live. Yes. So it seems strange that in English, it's so basic, move in, move out, mm. move to, move yes. from. Yes. I mean, you are moving, but you don't think of that when you use the verb yeah. move. Move but, is I mean, usually I, I'm much moving, more I'm immediate. moving right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a sort of an immediate thing, isn't there, with move usually. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good phrase of verb. Move, move out, uh, move out of, uh, move in, move into, move to, move from. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Should we go for my first question? Yes, I'm excited. This is the sort of question I ask lots of people all the time. Uh, what kind of music are you into? Oh, okay. Um, well, I discovered something about myself recently, which is a little bit sad. Um, <laughs> I went to England and um, I was, I'm not familiar with the radio stations in England. I didn't have my Spotify all set mm-hmm. up because mm-hmm. for some reason um, I can't get roaming on my phone anyway. Mm-hmm. So I was at my parents' house and they have a digital radio. And the only station I found that I could listen to for a good few hours was Absolute Radio 90s. Okay, so I, oh, that sounds fun. I like 90s radio. Exactly, yeah. yeah, But then does that mean that my musical tastes have not changed, have not developed, have not been open to anything (laughs) since, you know, my, my teenage years? And I'm giving my age away, but yeah. And one of the, do, do you know, 
Absolute Radio, do you listen to any of that? Oh, Absolute I don't stations? know anything about no, English okay. radio stations at all. Do, no. Do you know um, the English comedian actor Matt Berry? He's got I a bet very if distinctive I, voice. If I Google him, I'll, I'll recognise him. Because I watch a bunch of those panel those panel shows that British people love. He's often on Matt those. Berry. He's in the IT crowd. You might know Oh, that guy. Family. Yeah, the... Yeah, oh, him. He's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, he's Toast of London. Yes, 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 that's a good show yes, too. So yes. he has this very, <laughs> very guy. distinctive radio voice. Very and yeah. <laughs> so he does all of the, um, the like, not the announcements or the little cut-ins and little jingles for Absolute Radio. And one of his jingles hurt me. It's supposed to be funny, but it was like, if you remember these, sh- oh, wait. Yeah. If you remember these tunes, you're old. Congratulations. <laughs> thought, oh, oh, fantastic. Thanks, Matt Berry. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, my taste, I suppose, is 90s music. I'm a Britpop kid. Britpop. Yeah. Uh, let's did mention you, some bands. Did you get involved in the Blur Oasis thing? Big time, yeah. I was I'm team trying Blur. to guess. You're Team Blur, yeah. Oh, I, was, I was Team. No, no, I was Team Blur too. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, had this chat with Martin from Rock and Roll English. and uh, uh, I've talked to as, Martin, yeah. As um as teens, we wouldn't have got on because he was very oh he's such an very oasis heavy guy team oasis yeah 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 he's very oasisy yes yeah <laughs> so yeah well, it was I mean, strange now... right and then back in sorry to interrupt but those yeah. uh, that whole thing was so ridiculous it was you wouldn't uh, imagine that happening now it was um, just media hype wasn't it well yeah. you do read like people having beefs with each other this is a new thing That's now like phrase. Justin Bieber has a beef with. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he's having a beef with Drake or something. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you don't, you don't know how much of it is genuine and how much of it is just PR stuff to get yeah. interest, to get people talking about the artists. Yeah. I think it's probably the latter more than anything else. It's probably good for sales. <laughs> so exactly. they do and, it. You know, we're, yeah. We are still talking about it now, even though it happened in the 90s, Blur mm. versus Oasis, where mm. I think there was one particular weekend where they both released a song. Yeah. And it was like, which one? It was absolutely guaranteed that one of them would be number one. And which one was it going to be? Yeah. And, and I that can was... remember the moment mm. when we we were on holiday and I made my dad put on the radio so we could listen to it. There, that moment. It was of, Country uh, House. Country House. And, and I can't remember the, the Oasis track. It was Roll With It. Roll with it. And I can't remember who won that. Oh, Blur, naturally. <laughs> okay, so Although, Blur got that one. Okay. Yeah, Blur got that one. But I think in the long run, Oasis won in that they are more like an iconic band and their songs are remembered more yes. now than Blur. If you were making a film, a nostalgic film set in the 90s, you would be using Oasis, not Blur, for your soundtrack. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it it triggers that feeling more, I think, in that time. Yeah, yeah. anthemic. Cool. You could describe yeah, those songs very anthemic. very anthemic. Anthems. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I didn't like them at the time. I thought they were lacking nuance and sophistication. So, I preferred the the more intricate sounds of Blur because they were a bit yeah. more experimental and interesting for me. Yeah, there was more going on. The, you mm. could play an Oasis song if you knew three chords, but if you wanted to play a Blur song, you'd you'd be um you'd have Oh, it's to tricky. Be... It's not easy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, uh you're yeah, so 90s Britpop 
that sort of thing is your main your main well like like now i don't really listen to that but that was that was enjoyable to put the radio on and sort of sort of reminisce i do still listen to a lot of weezer you know weezer oh, i loved uh, the first two albums and then i they lost ah, me you're one of those people yeah i'm but, one of them um <laughs> Like the, their albums have been hit and miss, but the mm-hmm. last one, um, Van Weezer, they no, it's not actually the last one. It was like oh, yeah, two albums ago, before. but that was very, very good. But I, okay. I just like most of what they do. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. Which what do, Van Weezer? Van Weezer, yeah, they like Van they they made a yeah exactly. It, they they took a, like an 80s hair metal hair rock uh, theme for for that album, and um, yeah. It, <laughs> that well, sounds like I like 80s I know, hair rock, but they, it's not true. Weezer do. I know they're big fans of, of 80s hair rock, but their stuff sounds different. It's yeah, because I mean, yeah. I, I think I'm the same. I don't really like 80s hair rock, but I like Weezer, who do like 80s hair rock. So yeah, whatever. I, I just really like his <laughs> voice, yeah. and I don't know, yeah. guys. If you Google a picture of Weezer and you'll see what, why I he looks like me basically he does. The white guy yeah, with glasses. You, you have the you have the vibe you have the Weezer vibe yeah, yeah I have it on my I don't know if you can see my guitar there it's got um I have the oh you can't really see it it's got is the, it the lightning the, strap the lightning strap yeah <laughs> that's Weezer based yeah yeah uh yeah I had a friend when I was living in Istanbul a musician friend who just always played with the lightning the the lightning strap yeah, big Weezer fan. Okay, cool. But I'm getting a general idea. Um, quick question before we move on, though. I mean, yes, you're definitely into the stuff from your formative years, the 90s, the, the indie, the Weezer and stuff like that. Um, and me too. You know, I think we're about the same age. But um, do you feel that you're you're sort of keeping up? That's a good phrase of verb too. That you're keeping up as well, that you're still... Yeah, sure. That's probably going to have the biggest effect on you, that 90s music. But are you still discovering new things, enjoying new stuff? Okay, am I like keeping up with the new trends? Not necessarily trends, but new things. You know, are there is there stuff being produced now, music that's coming out that you that that still touches you and still causes a reaction for you? Well, yeah, because I, I well, both I I I'm always looking for new music but I find it difficult to find music that I really like lately. Although I recently discovered an artist called Oliver Tree. Oh, I don't I, know this. Okay. Yeah. Check out Oliver Tree. Okay. Um, I, yeah. I really like his um, style of music. It's kind of um, tongue in cheek comedy a little bit, Ooh. but it also has serious tones as well. I'm just trying to think, um, of something I realized that everything I'm saying is like white guys with glasses. If there's anything more, we are um, two white guys with glasses. I like. so. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, conscious of this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Who else do I like recently? That see, I'm not really into uh, hip hop mm-hmm. that much because I just find it a bit too aggressive. Mm-hmm. I suppose. Um, and the only hip hop I like is comedy hip hop, <laughs> like Lonely Island or um, um, what's that guy's name, Lil Dicky. But that's because okay. I like comedy more. Um, yeah, I'm digging myself into a very um, <laughs> non-inclusive hole. <laughs> 
yeah, but that's that's fine. I mean, you 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 like what you like, and presumably most of the things that make us like what we like is because it's kind of uh, it's, identify it's with to it. our lives. I yeah. mean, some you do get the opposite side of the spectrum, and you have people who who are like relating and identifying with um, people who are talking about lives that they couldn't possibly understand, and that that's that's definitely worse because that's kind of faking it a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It's an interesting subject. Yeah, it's a bigger subject than, yeah, than the uh, I think I would like to tackle right now. <laughs> I feel quite unqualified, but it's it's good that also, we brought it up as, as well, because it is food for thought. It's a good, it's an interesting like topic. Yeah. And whenever I'm on um like a, a round table or something, I'm always conscious there's this thing called a, a manal, this idea of mm. the manal. Like when you have a panel of experts and it's all men. Then you oh. have a manal. Like a so if ever manual. somebody invites me to something, I always try to make sure it's diverse, both, mm-hmm. you know, ethnically and um, gender, gender wise as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's just going to make it more interesting at, at the very least. Right. Because if everyone's just putting forward the same music or bands or ideas or whatever it is you're talking about, it's pretty boring. You're not going to learn anything. Yeah. 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 Just from one side. Yeah. Yeah. But um, cool. That was good. That generated some interesting uh, thoughts and themes. Yeah, I don't really feel like I answered your question. Like, there's, I mentioned one thing that I that I like that of a new thing, but there is there are some things that I just can't keep up with that yeah. I don't like, and mm-hmm. especially with music, I'm going to mention mm-hmm. two things. Okay. One is, um, uh, I call it vocoder, but it's not vocoder. Oh, uh, auto tune. Auto tune. Mm-hmm. Um, I can always tell and yeah. all music now sounds the same. It all has this slightly tinny, almost too echoey auto tune. Yeah. Um, I don't like that. And I also I w- don't like, go on. I, I mean, I think it's being wielded. Um, I'm going to talk about yeah, auto tune in a second. It's I have standard now. And even, yeah. even in live concerts, they're using auto tune, which I think yeah. is just cheating. And also, have you noticed this thing in music lately where, you know, you know what the hi hat is, yeah, on the yeah, drums. Yeah, the the yeah. So now there's this real trend for really like ramping that up, like a lot in in the in the backbeat, and it's it's overused and it's too much, and it's obviously machines. No, no human could do a hi hat like that, and I find it really distracting and too much. All of all of your younger listeners, we've lost them now. They're thinking, who is this old fart who doesn't like? that crazy hi-hat sound and auto-tune. Hi-hats and auto-tune. Yeah. Okay. I mean, these are, these are, these are good grievances. Um, I have, I have an opinion about auto-tune. I, I get it. I got an, a friend and we, we regularly argue about this. He hates auto-tune. I like it, but I think it's misunderstood because I think auto-tune now is not being used to correct someone's singing. I think auto-tune is being used as an effect, as a filter, as a, a thing in its own right. I think it's kind of it's being experimented with. Um, yeah, that's you know, true. Like like putting distortion on a guitar, or um, or just having reverb on your vocals, or whatever. It's just a new tool that. And if you listen, there are some artists. Um, I've been getting really into this genre called hyperpop. Have you heard about hyperpop? I'm um, obviously not keeping up. Yeah, this is this is weirdly obscure stuff, but. Um, there's an artist called Dorian Electra. I don't know if you're familiar with Dorian Electra. Uh, their, their, their hit uh, Flamboyant 
check out Flamboyant, the song. I'm just getting it up on my computer to yeah. listen to later. Uh, they're amazing. They're really good. And they use auto-tune, like, in just, they pile it onto the track. It's, it's, it's an auto-tune attack. It's an auto-tune assault. So clearly it's um, a deliberate thing. It's not like meant to be unnoticed in the background. That's a correction tool. It is part of the music. It's very much integral to the music. So I think in, in cases like that, I think auto-tune is absolutely fine because people are using it to experiment and to explore new sounds. And I think that's good. That's what music's supposed to do, right? Yeah, I just wanted, you maybe noticed I was looking at my phone. I hope you didn't think yeah. I was being rude. I was trying to look for yeah. a song that I found by accident because I share I share an Amazon account with my sister-in-law and her kids put playlists on there. And I found this one song and it's very heavily um, auto-tuned. But like you said, there is an effect. There is a, a feeling that it, mm -hmm. that it evokes that you wouldn't have if, if he was singing just and just singing the correct words. Maybe, you know, mm -hmm. this guy's name is Juice World. I don't know Juice World. No? It's going okay. on to my list of the song things. Is, but the song is good. And it's a rare auto-tuned song in that it has some catchy guitar. It's like Weezer meets modern music. <laughs> cool. Okay. The, uh, I'm going to check that. That sounds, that sounds like the sort of thing I was getting at as well. Using it as a fun thing. Um, yeah, good. That was a fruitful question. Music, but I mean, music, it's, it's such a great topic. Is, is that, is that the theme that they're all linked to? I like that you're, you're coming in for an early guess there for the theme. You're not correct, but it was no. a, a valiant effort. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Still okay. to be determined. Let's move on to your, your next question. And yeah. Then, I'm feeling uh, like it's my turn. I'm looking yeah, at my yeah. list here, yeah. which Let's one is going to be the one that I'm going to ask you. Hmm. They all seem a bit too light now. <laughs> um, uh, well, as you can see, we've we've turned something light into something heavy already. So I don't think that's the problem. <laughs> like... Okay. All right. So this is, I, I just like this phrasal verb, so I wanted to include it. What's something you need to brush up on? Ah, nice. That is a good one. What's something I need to brush up on? Yeah, I can tell you that because I'm experienced. I'm going through phrasal verb i'm going through uh the situation now you know I'm, I'm moving i'm moving to another country and i've got to look for jobs and I'm, I'm actually applying for some work because um i want to kind of get back into the job market while i'm in australia and i've been living in a bubble for like six years i mean not just during covid and stuff but because i've been online and running my own business and working just totally 100% online. I haven't had to do a job interview. I haven't had to like send a CV for about six years. Um, and I haven't even had, had to like sort of talk to people within a sort of institutional setting, like a, like a language school. And I'm getting back into that. And it's, I've forgotten how weird it is. Like the professional world is, is it's a very strange place where that line between friendly and unprofessional is very hard to find. Yeah, when you're that talking level of to small people. talk. Where, yeah. like, where have you gone over the line? Yeah. Yeah. And I find I, I very easily go over the line because I'm quite a friendly guy. So I keep asking people like probably potentially inappropriate questions or um, taking the chat, like making it go on for a bit too long or, or things like that. Um, I just need to brush up on this sort of professional 
um what what, what would you call it like uh acumen like, is it business oh, acumen or is that is that word. too is that too is that word too formal a word in itself but yeah, i wouldn't know because i need to brush up on this <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah business acumen let's use that word because it's a good word um i like it yes i i need to brush up on my business acumen um my my finding the line between small talk and being too friendly yeah, in a getting business too personal yeah yeah it's so difficult okay. yeah yeah i mean it's a simple enough thing i mean do you do you find you have that issue sometimes as well do you ever experience that sort of yeah i feel your pain with the um being isolated being a a, a language teacher mm-hmm. you know we we speak to our students but because there's a teacher student relationship, it's not quite the same as being in an office and, you know, 24 seven with someone at the computer station next to you and Mm -hmm. talking about, you know, your, your, your gripes, your daily life gripes that Mm -hmm. you wouldn't normally uh, mention to your students because it's a bit too depressing Mm -hmm. or, um, you know, yeah, things like that office, office banter. I think that, you know, that's that's more like once you're established colleagues, it's not what you're talking about, getting getting into a company and mm-hmm. de- uh, developing a, a professional relationship. More just, you know, or if you work at a school, being in the staff room, yeah. which I don't have. I mean, what we're doing right now is my only other interaction with colleagues in a yes. way. You know, so this strange. Is, this is partly why I, I also do a podcast, because it's just nice to chat. With yeah, other yeah, people in yeah. the same position. Stop ourselves from going completely mad. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it's up place. Did you find that when when COVID hit, when COVID came, that you were strangely prepared because you didn't have to adapt as much as most other people because you were already in this online sort of existence? Or were you already teaching off like in real in the real world at the time and you did have to adapt? That's it. Yeah. I mean, although I had an online presence with YouTube videos and the podcast was the podcast. Yeah. Started a little bit before the pandemic and then mm-hmm. I put it down for a while and I picked it up again in the, mm-hmm. in the pandemic. Um, but no, I wasn't prepared because all of my lessons, you know, my here's a nice idiom, my bread and butter lessons were in person. So mm-hmm. I would drive to businesses and um, teach people, coach people in their offices on, you know, Mm. doing presentations and just building their fluency. So um, yeah, now it's switched to online and it's still online. I still haven't been back to the classroom. Okay. Um, And uh, I wasn't prepared, but I didn't know how ready I was because I was very ready to um, just roll out of bed and teach people on the, on the, on the computer it's fine by me because i had a 45 minute drive Mm. and also you can you can schedule a lesson and then you can schedule a lesson for two minutes after as as well instead of having to worry about getting from one place to the other commuting which is unpaid usually i I don't know like different places have different deals but it's not great having to commute a lot yeah even within the same like i would work at a, a huge pharmaceutical i still work there but online and just going from one office to the other part of the site sometimes would be 15 minutes of oh, wow. wasted time mm. and rushing as well sometimes, you know, really, really yeah. Uh, yeah. trying to hurry. Yeah. Um, there are, I mean, this is a, also a bigger topic. There are 
lots of advantages to teaching in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but from a logistical level, from my side, which is quite selfish, really, I suppose, <laughs> um, just teaching online is convenient. So yeah. I was, is it okay to say I was happy about the pandemic? I was happy about that move. Yes. That, that part of the pandemic. Yes. Yeah. Okay, should we move on? Should I ask you a yeah, question? Yeah, that's good. That's good. Okay. Oh, hang on. Is it? Uh, is it? Wait. It, wait. I asked you about um, brush up on. Brush up on. Okay, and then your question came out of that. It was okay. That wasn't a phrasal verb question, so it's your turn for a phrasal verb. Question. Right. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. What What do you get up to in the evenings? Are you? <laughs> some people like watching TV. Some people like um, books, reading books. Some people like gaming. You know, everyone's got like a thing that they do to unwind. So, yeah. What 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 are you What are you usually up to at like seven or eight or nine? You know, when you're chilling out. Um, at the minute, I'm video editing. I've um, got like cool. a new client, a new, um, uh, no, not, not a client because I work very close with them, but I've, I've started the company that I work for called Four Words have recently started a more like a social media um, that they want to boost their social media. So they're commissioned, they have commissioned me to make lots and lots of videos for them. Oh, cool. So okay. now I spend, I, what I get up to is, filming and editing those videos mm-hmm. um in the evening but it's good because it's what i like doing and if it wasn't for that i would be uh filming and editing my own youtube videos uh, you can see all the music stuff behind me yeah. um i like to i get sometimes play music in the basement um in the evenings just after the kids have gone to bed and just before nice. it's too late for the neighbors Mm-hmm. Uh, magic window okay yeah there's like yeah. a like an hour and a half that uh if i if i'm prepared that i can you know bash out a few tunes nice blur yeah. nicely yeah. <laughs> i've not played any blur for a long time no i mostly like to just um play like make up my own little cool. uh songs yeah 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 oh that's great so you're yeah you're you're and you sort of do music but also video editing you're creative you're yeah, up I like to something creative. creative well mm. it's finding a balance isn't it because I, I would do that every night but of course I also have to spend time with my partner so have to that's not the right way of saying it <laughs> I also enjoy spending time with my partner so some evenings mm-hmm. we'll, we'll just sit down and watch a show together yeah okay um and sometimes I'll, I'll come down here and and finish my editing or um get the guitar out or something yeah Nice oh, yeah. one. Yeah. Sometimes I just just get up to doing get that, and sometimes that. just watch watching. Watch. It's hard to find a show that we both like. Oh, oh, you have that problem. Okay. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like the reality TV versus uh, dark, edgy drama, uh, and there's not really an in between. <laughs> Fortunately, both my partner and I are into dark, edgy drama, so it's all good. Yeah. Okay. But I'm I'm gonna guess you're the dark edgy drama guy. I'm not I'm not the Are reality, the reality TV, TV person. TV? No, 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 no. Oh, I'm not the reality okay, TV. Yeah. I mean anything comedy, yeah, edgy drama, yeah. Reality TV is um the problem is I spend too much time thinking how much of it is set up and how much of it mm-hmm. is is the producers mm-hmm. do and then I think like, well, she okay, he's just phoned her, but how come there's a camera there waiting for the phone call? you know right yeah I, I yeah and I, I it's all spend, it's all lies <laughs> it's lies it's <laughs> contrived and um what I find most annoying about the reality tv sort of thing is that it's such a clearly it's such a cynical 
um, way of creating popular content on as little a budget as possible. You can see that the whole industry, the whole reality TV industry is completely motivated by saving money. And you don't want that coming out of your entertainment. Do you know what I mean? A little bit. Yeah. But yeah. My, my problem with it is that you know, I like to watch people that I like on TV, you know, the, the heroes, mm -hmm. the, and you know, the baddies. Okay. You don't like the baddies, but they're the baddies. Um, they're the but, funnest to watch though. They're the most fun to watch. Yeah, I suppose so. But with reality mm. TV, you watch it, mm -hmm. people watch it and they enjoy not liking someone, mm -hmm. but that's someone that they don't like is a real person. And I have, there's all kinds of moral issues for me mm -hmm. there as well. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, if I'm like, oh, there's Darth Vader, he's such a bad guy, <laughs> so watch out. Don't uh, hate it's on fine him. because he's, a, he's, he's got feelings too. He's got issues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I mean, when you're watching a bad, a bad, a baddie in a TV show, you're kind of enjoying the performance, right? Because actors love doing bad guys, right? It's more fun for actors generally, from what I've heard, actors talking about this sort of thing um and you're you're enjoying them creating this character like themselves and it's it's about like the craft of the acting um uh -huh. yeah like you know uh, no country for old men i don't know if you've seen that film uh, a long time ago okay, yeah, the coen bad... brothers film is it's it? a coen brothers film yeah the um the bad guy in that he's fantastic one of the best bad guys ever when you're watching him you're enjoying the performance he's the guy with the the is it Javier Bardem? Yeah, I think it actor? is. Yeah, that's yeah. You, I can't remember can... much about the film, but I remember mm. seeing it. Yeah. Ironically. But just <laughs> yeah, just, just just an example. I think that's a really good uh, point. Yeah, when you're hating on real people, that's 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 weird. What and they can't they can't walk away from it as well, these mm. uh, not actors, but reality stars, you know, because mm. an actor can, you know, take off the costume and go home and or go on to a talk show and say how great it is to play it, but somebody from a, a reality tv show someone sees them in the street they say oh she's a real bitch that that, that mm, woman over there mm. i've seen her on tv yeah and uh, yeah. because it's it's reality of, for the podcast listeners i'm doing the the air quotes yes. because is it reality is it reality as well yeah very well said yeah okay but you definitely answered the question there yeah um, but this is good answering yeah. the question and it, it brings us to different avenues it's good yes okay quick recap very quickly your your phrasal verbs so far have been move in or move out and brush up on both really good mm -hmm. mine have been be into or be up to just just recapping that yeah okay good what wasn't there another... okay so what the theme is um that they're all B ones. Yeah. Okay. You got it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so but I think you actually asked me, what do you, what do I get? Up I to? actually did say get up to, but yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to maintain that it's still a B one because B and get, you know, they're like cousins, right? They work as a team. Yeah. Because you if can... you ask me what, what, then what are you doing right now? I'd say what I am up to exactly. because it's happening yeah. right now, but yeah. because you're asking about the future or just in general, what do you get up to? Yeah. There's a close relationship. Yeah. And I could have asked what, what are you up to in the evenings? It's a bit strange though get was more natural there but yeah yeah like um be and get be married get married mm -hmm. be angry get angry this is yeah it's about it's um, um <laughs> states isn't it a state mm -hmm. be in a state and, and get into a state yeah yeah get is the transformation the starting the of that yeah. state and then yeah be is just the the remainder of time of the state mm -hmm. 
get, be get very used boring to something and... be used oh that's probably maybe yeah yeah problem. that's but that's a that's a pandora's box but that is a good example and also just in the passive you know you can um you can be burgled or you can get burgled for not. example yes. <laughs> or not yeah preferably anyway cool you found the thing um i've got a, i've got a, a big thing about uh phrasal verbs with b i love them because okay they they feel almost like not phrasal verbs, right? Because if you say, you know, are, what what kind of music are you into? When you're listening as an English learner, it's hard to hear that as a phrasal, phrasal verb. And it's hard to figure out what's happening with the question if you don't know. What are you into? What, like a, a box? Like, it's, it's a strange question. So, um, yeah, it's good to be aware that there are phrasal verbs of be. So there's actually almost no verb. It's just like, what are you? Preposition. I am. Yeah, preposition. it's like that. Yeah, it's, it, it's kind of odd. It looks odd. And I like them. I think they're cool. I'm just looking on my list to see if, see if any of mine are B, but mine are not with B. Well, let's let's okay, check it so out. I've got let's some good variation. Yeah. OK, so yeah, I like the ones where the original verb is completely different to the meaning like brush mm. up on yes there's there's nobody brushing a, a brush like a hairbrush or a sweeping brush um so this next one is um i've got one and then i've got mm -hmm. a backup if it doesn't work <laughs> okay have you ever been in a situation where you've run out of petrol run out of gas run out of yeah fuel? yes it's, you're gonna need your backup because i don't drive Okay. Um, have um, I been in the car when that's happened though? Yeah, you could have been a passenger. Yeah, I think I got a I got a dim memory of childhood. Something happened, but I know it was a breakdown. It wasn't running out of petrol. No, okay. I, I, you're you're going to need your backup. Okay, so it's it's related. Have you ever run out of battery? I'm talking about your phone when you mm -hmm. really needed it, but your but your phone battery's run out. Well, I mean, it feels like the answer is yes, but. I can't, think, can't of think of any. Yeah, it this must is the happened. danger of not yeah. uh, preparing well, answers. It's okay. Some we're... of them will, won't hit anything. That's fine. And we're going for natural conversation. Sometimes in a completely normal conversation, question, answer, no, move on to the next. That's yeah. just normal. It's normal. It's fine. We should or feel we comfortable just like, about that. Have you got any anecdotes about this? No. Any anecdotes about this? <laughs> I can't think of one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a way, conversations are sometimes a bit like that. You know, you're just trying to find something to talk about. And that's cool. That's all right. Mm -hmm. In this case, I don't think we found anything. No, running but this is strange petrol, because we're trying to structure a podcast that's around these okay. questions. Okay, shall I ask you another one or do you want to ask me one? Go on, go and ask me one. We've we got a defunct one. So we, we, we should, let's try the next one. Okay, so <laughs> um, I'm trying to make them all where the original mm. verb is, is something, mm -hmm. maybe not even a verb. So mm -hmm. what, what is a clam? Maybe some of the listeners don't know what a clam is. A clam. Oh, wow. That's, I, I mean, I, I can I guess what the phrasal verb is. Yeah, now, but, of course, um, now you can, yeah. Yeah, because it's the only one the time you use it as a verb. Clam is a, well, most people don't know. Should we tell them? Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, So it's our jobs, kind of, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> um, Go for it's it. It's a, a crustacean, but they might also not know that word. So it's an, a, a very basic form of animal. It lives mm -hmm. in the sea, mm -hmm. and it's it lives in a shell. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know, what what is it? They, they stick to rocks and they, they catch plankton that comes by or something. Do you know any more about clams? Than clams? <laughs> oh, pearls, right? Well, pearls no, pearls are, come from know, oysters. oysters right? But yeah, this kind of... There are lots. There's clams, oysters, mussels, mussels, cockles. Yes, yeah. and they're, they're common uh, seafood as well. 
Yep. Like people eat them a lot. People, sometimes not me. <laughs> me too. Not my. Not my. The yeah. Not my. I don't really like them. Okay. okay yeah. But anyway, I, mean, I could see why like some people would consider them quite there. Like yeah, it's, it's, they, it's they the consistency, weird, right? isn't it? More yeah. the texture. Um. Anyway, so mm-hmm. what in what situations do you clam up? What mm-hmm. makes you clam up? Can you think of a time mm-hmm. when you when you clammed up? Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think it's fairly easy, but also I'm going to produce a pretty predictable answer, and that's. Um, Sometimes, you know, when you're, uh, yeah, okay. I mean, this happened last weekend. I was at a barbecue, just a few friends, even a friend's barbecue. And I knew everyone and I was pretty comfortable with everyone, but still it happens. You know, I, I was going over to a table and there were a couple of friends sitting down and they just started asking me some questions and I was standing up, they were sitting down. And you know, that feeling when you suddenly feel like the interaction that you've established is now them interviewing you. And then you answer questions. Yes, I have. Yes. Yeah. If it, it, and it, it feels really weird. You feel very self-conscious. You feel like everyone's looking at you. And, and sometimes people notice this strange dynamic that you've slipped into, that you're, you're just sort of question, answer, question, answer. And it's very unusual, but it just happens. And then I clam up because I don't want to offer more information because I'm stuck in that dynamic. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was it a situation where they all knew each other and you were like new to the group no i, can imagine I mean that. i can't, no, no. i knew them fairly well like they were friends like one of my my best friends and like his his wife and and her sister i mean i know these guys well i've spent oh. a lot of time with them and i've hung out but just sometimes when all the things align yeah i know, I know what you mean yeah you're stand it's, it's the you're standing and they're sitting thing also you feel more self-conscious because you're standing, most people are sitting and you're kind of like a bit more exposed. <laughs> this brings yeah. us back, well, the, because we had this conversation before we started the podcast, because you're, you're standing and I thought, oh, I should stand as well. There <laughs> right. is a social thing about that, uh, that standing, sitting, yeah, The mm. um, even though we're not actually together, so that the physics doesn't play a part, there is something about... Yes, well, our faces are the, kind of um, face-to-face now, but if we were in the same room, I'd be looking down on you probably, so... That would feel awkward for both of us, I think. Yeah, and that's why you have the phrase to, is it a phrasal verb? To look down on someone. Down on someone, yeah. Physic- physically, counts, yeah. like that's not a phrasal verb how you said it. You would be looking down on me just physically. Mm. But to look down on someone mm-hmm. also means to to view someone with disrespect, to um, consider someone lower than you socially. You look down on them. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess it's a sort of metaphor, isn't it? It's a metaphorical phrasal verb. But clamming up, yeah, I, I clam up in those situations. And we should probably explain what clam up means because it's not clear. But well, from, yeah, from, mm-hmm. I was going to say, from uh, context, maybe they can get it. Um, l- let me give you an example and then maybe mm-hmm. from that mm-hmm. meaning as well. Um, do you know uh, the podcaster Luke from England? I know you've mm-hmm. been on his podcast, right? Yeah, I've been yeah. on his podcast. Yeah, we've had a chat. Okay. He's a nice guy. So- yeah. I've been on his podcast and we actually know each other. We used to teach together at the British Council in France. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So, um, so I've been on his podcast and it was fine. Mm-hmm. And then I invited him as a guest on my podcast. And even though I know this guy and, you know, we've, we've spoken so many, so many times we've, uh, I've been to an open comedy, open mic, stand up comedy night yeah, that, he that, that he was at. Yeah. yeah. 
And um, but for some reason, when he was on my podcast and I was the host and he was the guest, I clammed up oh, and really? the podcast was so bad. I've never put it out oh, because no. it's just so embarrassing. I oh, clammed no. up so much, I suppose, because, you know, I've, I've got this new podcast. So I want it to go well. And I, yeah. I got Luke on. And I know this is a big deal because a lot more people might listen to it because he's a big name. He has a big following. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All of it just got to me and I got too nervous and I, and I clammed up. Yeah. And um, it was very, very awkward. So that that's a really good example. Remains yeah. in the vault. I've got another example now for myself. Okay, I was, good. I was Maybe remembering people are working the out the meaning. This has got a podcast entrance as well. Um, the Adam Buxton podcast. Oh, I'm sure you fan. know it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very big podcast. Um, he was interviewing Benjamin Zephaniah uh, recently. Benjamin Zephaniah is uh, a poet from Birmingham um mm -hmm. and uh quite big a dreadlocks. sort of big dreadlocks big, a re rebe rebellious character he identifies as an anarchist most mostly um and, and I, I just point out his physical features that's very shallow okay that's yes okay yeah, i mean it's fine yeah this <laughs> just, is i just because i had a picture of him in my head yeah okay yeah yeah I mean, he's, he's he he makes a striking figure um and uh, i i knew him very slightly uh back in the day when i was in my 20s i met him through my dad um who worked with him briefly and i got to meet him just before one of my gigs which he came to benjamin zeph and i came to two of my gigs i'm very proud of that um but yeah we we met at a pub we're in the pub in london somewhere sitting down and benjamin's just there with my dad and me and a couple of my my friends or the band mates I couldn't say, I couldn't say anything. It's Benjamin Zephaniah. I clammed up completely. I couldn't talk to him. Um, okay, yeah. Lost the opportunity to to um, talk to him about poetry or about politics or whatever because you know I felt I had quite a lot in common with him in terms of those sorts of things. And like, yeah, no, totally clammed up. Yeah. Wow. Gig. Damn. No, oh, no, band. Right? Are you in a band? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because at first I was thinking of a poetry gig that oh, you can right. poet. That, then I would imagine that you were on. I thought you were going to say that you were on stage and you clammed up. You couldn't remember any of the words of the poems because there's this huge iconic poet out there in that, the audience. If I was doing a poetry thing that night instead of a band thing, that could have happened. Yeah, easily. Yeah. Great examples as well. Like your one as well. Um, yeah, I think yeah. people got the meaning when you. Everyone and, can get the meaning now, right? Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I, I like it also because there is also a, like a, a visual idea because a clam you know they open and close yes yeah like but the that, clam right? when it closes you can't really you know it's like an animal with no face or you can't really know anything about it it's yeah. all on the inside yeah yeah it is a good that's a good metaphorical like idiomatic phrasal verb there it's the clam perfect representation of how it feels yeah and everybody else everybody can identify i think everybody has can think of instances where they've clammed up yeah yeah even the most confident of us yeah um okay are you ready for my next one and then we'll have the rob break okay okay let's do it. yeah all right okay so um it's i've got a good phrase of here it's very difficult to create a question that doesn't feel completely contrived but yeah, I'm going go, to I'm, I'm go for it. I'm going to. And if it sounds contrived, so be it. We've set ourselves up in this situation. It's a slightly contrived situation. We're going to sound contrived. That's mm -hmm. what's good, what happens. OK, so I am We're going back to 90s music now. I'm all about Radiohead. I'm oh, okay. completely obsessed with that band. It's easily my favorite band of all time. 
90, no, I'd go 60% of my musical influence when I'm writing music or, or whatever, performing music comes from that band. Um, yeah, I'm all about Radiohead. So do you get obsessed with any bands like that? Are, are you all about something that feels really contrived? Doesn't feel like the most natural okay. question in the world. Are you all, is there something that you're all about? Okay. Uh, well, um, no surprises that, uh, Radiohead joke there. Yeah, yeah, I got no it. No surprises. Nice you got it. Okay. <laughs> uh, no surprises that, yeah. Um, well, we already talked about it, I suppose, a bit. Um, in the 90s, I was I was Sorry. all about Blur, like, and I was so all mm -hmm. about them that I was in the Blur fan club. I used mm -hmm. to spend a lot of money on T-shirts so Ooh, that people cool. could know that my love of Blur. Um, all right, let's move away from music. Um, well, it could be music if you like, but... Whatever, wow. yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm all I'm all about um, trying to be creative with my videos. Like mm -hmm. um, many mm -hmm. people on on Instagram, the English teachers, it's it's just them in front of the same background, saying uh, saying something new. But all the videos are the same, and I'm all about um, trying to find new ways yeah. to creatively bring language or you know guide people through learning um visually or through song or whatever so i'm all about trying to find new ways and when i sit down to to make have some video ideas or like i have a i have this document just called content which is just full of ideas mm -hmm. and it's all um not just based on what the language is but how i'm going to um present it yeah um yeah, yeah. that's so the most difficult part of of videos and 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 podcasts and you know lessons even is how mm. do you present it yeah okay so you're all about like just thinking about these sorts of things and and finding like new and interesting ways of, of yeah presenting delivering like ideas i think it's because just because i'm also uh all about being creative yeah and yeah. um when i've found found a new something a new way of doing something it excites me yeah. Like um, I, a while ago, I started doing remixes of other teachers' lessons. Um, I didn't where... see that. That sounds I, cool. Uh, oh, maybe. Brilliant. Is that Insta or YouTube? Uh, there's one on YouTube, I think. If okay, you can cut out. this out, but maybe I'll try and find. I won't play the whole thing. Um, well, send me a link and we can add it in the description as well. Oh, this is awkward because I'm not finding it straight away. Don't worry. Take your time. Awkward. Awkward is good. Sometimes I wish uh, I came from a culture where silence was natural and comfortable. <laughs> yeah. Did you find that? Because you said you lived in Russia, right? And mm -hmm. um, one of I have a Russian uh, a friend who with a Russian girlfriend. Yeah, they're not married. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. I because I asked her about the TV show The Americans. Yeah. And I say, well, you know, is it realistic? What do you find different about um, you know? the culture what do they get wrong and she said oh there's not enough silence in it uh -huh. um uh -huh. there'd be much more silence in a uh in a normal conversation ah, here we go i found it yes well i i think especially compared to americans who i think have to fill in the space we're not far behind as british people i, I think we feel awkward when there's uh, a, a a large silence but i think americans are even more so like that and um, yeah 
So, because I know the show you're talking about, there's a Russian spies in America, right? So mm -hmm. it's an American context with Russian people. So you've got the contrast. So, yeah, that's an interesting observation. I, yeah, I found that silence wasn't so uncomfortable. I mean, I found in Russia that people just don't get socially awkward much at all. Like, it's really cool. It's something I, I'm very envious that, of. Like, people never feel that weird. That's what leads to the weird. silence is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If the silence is there, silence is there. There's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Okay. We, we yeah. filled that silence well so much that uh, this has been <laughs> ready for a few minutes now. Um, <laughs> nice. So, have you, do you know Ask Teacher Will on Instagram? Yeah, I know Will. Yeah, yeah. yeah? I was okay. in a, I did a, one of Fluent CMC's uh, quizzes with Will on one of the teams. Yeah. Okay. So, um, oh, there it is. Five, pronunci five pronunciation tips to remix. Breathe and relax. That's right. Breathe and relax. So that when I drop the video, are you ready? Sing, sing a song in English. So, if you're new, I'd like to welcome you. So, if you're new, I'd like to welcome you. So, if you're new, I'd like to welcome you. My name is... Are you ready? Ask Teacher Will. In this video, I want to talk about something that I believe is extremely important in learning English. And it's not accent. Not accent. Not, oh, I want to sound like a native English speaker. I want to sound like a Brit. I want to sound like an American. I want to sound native. I don't care about that, all right? I don't care about that. This video is talking about pronunciation. And it's not accent. How you pronounce and say words. Pronunciation. And all it's right? not how accent. you pronounce and say words. <laughs> Right. You don't need the whole six minutes. That's fantastic. Minutes. You get the so idea. that's six minutes. I'm well done. I, yeah, no, I didn't, I didn't need that. That's so cool. Um, yeah, so that's something yeah. that, um, what was the original phrasal verb? I'm all about, and this mm -hmm. is one example, I'm all about trying to find creative ways of presenting new things and just being creative with uh, um, English teaching. And, you know, not only using my stuff, I, I really liked um, working with other teachers. I was going to do it a lot more, but Mm -hmm. there wasn't really much interest in it, even though I enjoyed doing it. Yeah, might, sometimes might come, might come back to it at some point. Yeah, it's good to do stuff anyway, you know, regardless. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's, that's yeah. my mantra. I need to stop sharing the screen somehow, right? Uh, oh, if, only if you want. <laughs> um, yeah, well, this is a good time because we just looked at some of your, your content. You just so, something you're really good at, you know, the, the video editing and using music and still with a sort of direction towards like helping people learn and helping people get better at English. This is, you know, exactly our thing, right? It's what we're here for. Um, but yeah, so this is a good opportunity to talk about, to have a Rob break. Let's have a Rob break. And um, <laughs> yeah, just tell us, uh, who are you, Rob? What do you do? What's your thing? What motivates you? Um, where can we find you online? All that Okay. Stuff. So uh, yeah, a brief, brief Rob history. So mm -hmm. um, I'm from Leicester in the UK. Oh, cool. Uh, which is like, uh, like Adrian Mole. Yes. Really? I yeah. Say yes, but I don't Adrian know. Adrian Mole's okay. my favorite Lesterian. Do you say Lesterian? Lesterite? Never really thought about it. Lesteronian. <laughs> Le uh, yeah. None of them are uh, in the. In, it doesn't sound yeah. good, does it? None of them no, sound right. It's they? not like, you know, Mancunian or, or Scouser. We mm. don't really have one. It's not really such a famous city to, to need one. 
It's right um, in the middle of England, right? It's like slap bang in the center yeah, of the yeah. country. Yeah, if you were to put put a, a dot, I've got a map, put a dot in with the middle of England, you'd probably hit mm-hmm. Leicester. Yeah. Um, or so mm-hmm. I'm from Leicester and mm-hmm. um, I, before I was an English teacher, I was a photographer. So oh, that was cool. my, oh. my passion that I followed originally. Um, so I worked in London as a photographer after university and uh, then moved, moved around a bit, um, lived in Holland for a while on Erasmus year and then moved to Cambodia, lived there for three years. And when I was in Cambodia, uh, I started teaching photography at a university and I found that I enjoyed teaching more than I enjoyed the photography. Okay. Because, you know, having a camera, I mean, I, I'm so old that I started with film and being in the dark room before digital uh, came along. That stuff's fun though, isn't it? Yeah, the it's red, fun. The and red light, all the liquids. Yes. Oh. But also part of the fun is, is um, taking a picture and not being able to see it until like a day later after you've processed the film mm. and having the confidence in your ability that the pictures are correctly exposed. And when I, so when I started working in Cambodia, it was the, not the first time, but I'd had digital cameras for a while, um, but I was working, working as in a photo agency and not actually getting out that much and taking photos. So when I started working for a magazine in Cambodia, doing like fashion shoots and out and about shoots and um, like food photography and all different kinds of portraiture, Wow. I found um, it felt like work instead of fun mm. after a while. You, it used to be that picking up a camera was exciting and waiting for the film to come back. And then uh, with digital and just with the, the added stress of it being work, it, it wasn't fun anymore. And it, it was, although I could still be creative with it, um, it yeah, it, it took the fun out of it. And then when mm. I started teaching photography and I could guide people's creativity and give them skills and, you know, talk to a classroom of students and inspire them with showing them different, um, different things from other photographers. I found that really um, a lot more interesting. And then I started teaching English as well at that university because they needed mm-hmm. um, some extra English teachers. And I found that I, I didn't know what the present perfect tense yeah. was and yeah. things like that, because, yeah. you know, we're, we're not we taught never that. Learn as, this as, stuff. No, yeah. we don't learn it. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that holds Brits back from learning other languages. One is, you know, that we don't have much exposure to other languages. And the other is that we, if we don't know our own grammar, how can we then expect to go and learn another grammar if we don't really know what grammar is? We have no, uh, what is this procedural knowledge? And I'm going to have, I'm going to clam up now, aren't I? (laughs) I can't remember. Oh, I usually know this. But of course, you know, we're on, we're on I, can't, air, I can't think so of what you're remember. trying to think of, but yeah. just things like I remember being in my French lessons and, and the French teacher saying, you need to learn your irregular verbs. And I didn't even know what an irregular verb was. And then she said, well, you know how see in the past isn't seed, it's saw, but normally you add ED, like jump and jumps. And I, mm-hmm. I went, ah, oh, yeah, like, yeah. this blows thing, your as, mind, right? Yeah, as like, a 13 year old, wow, you've never, never thought, thought about that. it. Yeah. You know how to speak the language. Yeah. And then when it comes to things like tenses, um, I, was, I was way out of my depth. That's mm. a nice idiot for you. So, mm. so um, when we moved to France, I knew that um, doing anything with photography would be without 
you know, I didn't have a very good level of French. Oh, um, of course, you know, yeah. Just refer to my past uh, few sentences. Um, that um, the English teaching was the route to take, and I already knew that I enjoyed it, so I did my CELSA, beefed up my grammar knowledge. Nice. Not that I really like to teach grammar. A more of a lexical approach kind of teacher. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I like like if I'm teaching if I'm teaching the difference between the past simple and the present perfect, I will call the lesson the differences between did and have done. Yeah. Um, to not scare people off with those. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's not always helpful having all that knowledge. No, it's it's yeah. uh, it's alienating. I think. Yeah. Um, yeah it can be very thinking bad. about it like that. Mm. Um, so yeah, and then uh, after France, uh, we moved to Germany. I'm in Frankfurt in Germany right mm -hmm. now, mm -hmm. and um, teaching English to uh, business type, uh, business English in the day, mm -hmm. making creative videos for my own podcast, YouTube, and now four words as well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, what what else can I tell you about me? Well, as, as we established at the beginning of the less, uh, lesson, see what a habit I'm in, nice. at the beginning, <laughs> beginning of the podcast episode, um, you are English with Rob everywhere, right? English with Rob, yeah. If you Google mm -hmm. that, you'll find my podcast, YouTube, if, it's, if you're allowed to have yeah. YouTube in your country, uh, Instagram, okay, TikTok. Point. I, I, I really like the, I, I liked going through your YouTube channel because um, there's so much cool stuff. Two things uh, struck me here. Um, there's a quote from your about. No one ever looks at the about. I'm the only guy who ever oh. looks at anyone's about section on YouTube. I can't remember um, what's that. <laughs> there's, I'm going to quote you, you, at you. Um, okay. If we can make you laugh and say, wow, we can make you remember English and we can make you learn English. I love that. Mm. If we can make you laugh and say, wow, that's it. That, there's yeah. a relic in there because it, it says we, because yeah. that's from when my channel was called Rad English, which was Rob and dylan oh okay and so uh, rob was me and the clone was dylan so when i first started the channel i was like well i i can't just be talking at the camera i need to talk to someone mm -hmm. so i would talk to my clone this guy dylan and um it just got too much work <laughs> yeah it's a lot a of editing in there every time yeah oh, a lot I of editing see. Look, I'm, I'm hovering and looking at the early videos yeah there are two yeah. of you yeah. So um, it was fun. I, I enjoyed that. that. And also at that time I was learning the editing. Like I'd never done green screen stuff or mm -hmm. like getting, getting two people on the screen at the same time. That's fun. That's that. um, yeah. So yeah, it was exploring. Yeah. Um, my later videos are more like two camera, but with some tricks and fun stuff too. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So this is it. I, I love that you're, for you, this is like a, a labor of love. It's a passion. It's not, you're not in it for the money. You're not. Um, you're not trying to make a quick buck. It's like you, you just. You're going to do it anyway, whether or yeah. not. Like you're get, it, it, anyone sees it. It's, well, people do still keep saying, you know, you need to. You need to make a course. You know, why are you not monetize? Why? Why can't people? Yeah, yeah monetize. Why? Why yeah. can people? They. They see you. They like your style. They want you to be their teacher as well. And it's. It's all. It's on the cards. Nice mm -hmm. idiom. It's it's work in progress. Um, mm -hmm. I will get there, but it, I don't have the time. I have three kids as well, which I maybe is one of the things I should. I hear children are, are very uh, time consuming. Yes, that's mm -hmm. hence uh, no course. <laughs> hence no <laughs> <Of> course. course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's great. I mean, you should just keep doing what you're doing anyway, and I think that's the main thing because it's what you like doing and you're good at it. So, I think the combination of those two things. You know, not everyone can find that, you know, not yeah. everyone has that in their lives. So it's good to, good to do that. It, it's nice to not 
have to be all salesy as well, you know, yeah. um, worrying about um, is this is this guiding people to my course funnels and all that kind funnels, of marketing stuff. marketing yeah. Yeah. the world gets very icky very quickly yeah yeah and i feel yeah. like with with teachers you know we we shouldn't really have to do that yeah. but if there are people who who market themselves very well and mm-hmm. make good content and mm-hmm. are good yeah. teacherpreneurs yeah. i'm sure you've seen yeah. this word going around oh yeah i don't, um, like, that <laughs> I don't like that word but yeah, yeah it's yeah. going around Te- yeah, like yeah. teacher and entrepreneur yeah you have to be both and uh don't want to be <laughs> yeah and it's lots of marketing is icky but that doesn't mean that everyone who's doing marketing is not um doing the right thing because te- no. there are a lot of good teachers doing that stuff and they're delivering good stuff and it's being genuine saying. about it yeah, and, and they love yeah, it. some people yeah 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 that's cool yeah we, we all find our the things we like and things we want to do so great yeah english with rob everywhere I like I like that. That's it's easy to easy to plug. <laughs> yeah. Um, are you not Clark and Miller everywhere? We are Clark and Miller everywhere. Yeah, that that is also true. Sometimes it's Clark and Miller online English, but you know it's the same term. Yeah. But some people are a bit more mixed. Uh, we would you know I was talking to Emma quite recently, and she's pronunciation with Emma in one place, and then it's a procrastination podcast somewhere else. So some people have it. Uh, a yeah, bit more. that is a good point. Yeah. 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 Um, okay, I've got a suggestion. Let's uh, go on to the second half. But how about we make this one a quick fire round? So we, we'll just question, answer, question, answer. And we won't dwell on the meanings of the, the phrasal verbs. People can leave comments in the video. Or if you're listening to the podcast, you just send an email. What do the phrasal verbs mean? So we're just going to use the phrasal verbs in context and we won't explain them and Everyone has to figure out what they mean. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go for the quick fire round, quick fire phrasal <laughs> words. I should get one of those klaxons. <laughs> you know, get people excited. Not my style. No, I won't. Um, <laughs> okay. So yeah, we're going to do quick fire round. Uh, we've got like a, a two or three questions each left. We're just going to go question, answer, question, answer. We won't go too deep into the answers. We, we'll just sort of explore the uh the immediate vicinity of of the uh, <laughs> of the topic um that metaphor almost worked um okay so i think yeah we've done three each so it's your turn uh okay uh, do you like to lie in no cool good done next uh <laughs> okay no not really wow that's I'm... really going to struggle there with learning from context <laughs> <laughs> uh no i don't like to lie in uh i i i'm a morning guy i i jump out of bed in the morning it it drives my partner a bit mad sometimes because she's not a morning person um like you know yesterday or the day before cl- classic example i i wake up it's like light outside but it's summer so that doesn't mean much so i i look at my watch and it's like yeah 6 25 is this too early um and i'm like yeah this is too early so i go back to sleep and i wake up again and it's like ah, 6 55 that's fine that's fine oh, blind, so, you know. yeah i mean i normally don't wake up that early but sometimes you know your body wakes you up without letting you know yeah. <laughs> without warning you and some when that happens to me i'm like oh brilliant i got all this extra time jump out of bed morning 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 um so yeah I, i'm a real morning person i kind of dislike lying in i feel bad if i lie in what about okay yeah yeah 
I'm going to quickly ask you. But I rarely, rarely get the opportunity to. And I think that is why um, when I get to, I like it. But also I stay up too late as well. Because I'm down here in the basement often editing um, late into the night. I'm a night owl. So when I can have a lion, I do like to lie in. We're not being very good with a quick fire, are we? That's okay. That's a good comprehensive answer. Can't be too short. Also, you have kids. So any lion is a bonus, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See, I yeah, I I don't have kids, so well, even before the like kids, I still would like a lion. Oh, okay, though okay. I can't, I can't blame it all on the kids every time. Okay, more's the pity. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. That's it. Good lion. Uh. If you if you want to guess what the uh what the phrasal verb means, uh, leave a comment in the YouTube comments section or send me an email, Gabriel at ClarkandMiller.com. If you're um. If you're uh, listening on the podcast, okay, go for it. So that was uh, that was that a good was me. One. Do you like to that lie was in. you, wasn't it? Yeah, lion. That's a good. That's a good one. Um, the next ones are a bit strange, but I, I like them because of that. What does it take for you to just when you're with a group of friends, and you're hanging out, and you just want to go? I'm off. Bye. I'm off. What, what does it, it take for me to what, say what situation to, to, to be off? To be off. Uh, to be okay. Yeah. To to decide to be off. To yeah, yeah. Yeah, a few things. Um, so I'll say, okay, I'm off if uh everybody because I don't really like to drink that much. So if everybody's uh-huh. too drunk, well, is there too yeah, there is too drunk. If everybody's like <laughs> yes, really <there> drunk <laughs> and getting getting too stupid, too crazy, too juvenile, then I'll be like, Okay, I'm off. You're you're off. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Th- I think that's the that's the main one. Yeah. That's a good barometer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just if, if no one's talking to me, you know, if, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. I've tried to talk to a few people and uh, they're all in their own groups and they're just um, not 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 being welcoming. Yeah. Then I say, well, OK, I'm off. Yeah. If everyone's in a bad mood, miserable, not fun. Yeah. I'm off. Yeah. I'm off. I'm off. Uh, yeah. Or if people are on their phones, just on their phones. Oh, that's the point. Yes. Yeah. Just, right. Okay. Bye. I'm off. I'm going to talk okay, to some faces. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Good answer. Excellent. Quick fire work. Okay. Next one. I'm trying to be quick fire in looking at my list and uh, okay. Hmm. I don't know if we can do this quick fire, but can you tell me about a time when you chickened out of doing something? Oh, that's excellent. Okay. So chicken out. I'll just give you the first thing that came to mind. It's a bit of a random example. Um, about, uh, I think I'm about like, 10 years old my brother's about eight or maybe we're nine and seven something like that uh, i was brought up I, I lived in the middle east when i was a kid I, i'm an expat kid my dad mm-hmm. was uh worked for the british council but in the sort of director side of thing rather than the teaching side of thing and like one we were in the emirates living in the emirates and uh prince charles was visiting there's a formal royal visit to the emirates and he was opening the british council in alain uh one of the cities in in the in the uae so my dad was like very involved in all this stuff so he got to meet prince charles <laughs> walking walking down the pathway in in the in the garden of the the new premises and the idea was that some cute blonde kid would be giving Prince Charles some flowers for a photo opportunity, basically. And uh, I was asked, you know, because it's like I was around. I was a cute blonde kid. And it was like, yeah, you fit the part, kids. You you do the thing. You do the flower thing. That's, yeah. uh, that's what they said. So um, 
but I was like, oh no, Prince Charles, it's so scary. Um, I, I got very, I, not clammed up, but you know, I was intimidated by having to meet Prince Charles. So I said, no, I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I chickened out and my brother did it instead. And I totally regretted that because Regrets. now there's uh, all these photos of my brothers, my brother shaking hands and giving flowers to Prince Charles. Um, and I, I'm just in the background clapping. Um, so yeah, I chickened out of meeting Prince Charles. Oh, well, not a bad yeah. example, actually. I thought that was not a great example, but okay. No, it's yeah. a good example. It's, yeah, it's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when there's regrets, it adds that extra yeah. level of, uh, yeah. oh, no. Do you, do you have anything that comes to mind for you on chicken? Chickening, chickening out. out. Chickening out. Oh, that's uh, hard to say. Chickening, chickening out. out. Yeah, when yeah. chicken becomes a verb, you can chickening continuous. Chickening out. Um, <laughs> just, uh, well, and th- th- it comes to my mind because I made a post about, well, a story about it on Instagram because okay. I was going to do some filming pre-pandemic in the supermarket and um had my my 360 degree camera with me and I was going to just use it like a selfie stick and go around the supermarket and I knew the staff might like say something and say you can't do that or whatever but I thought oh, I was just going to the supermarket there's loads of great useful vocabulary in there and I walked in with my camera I had my microphone mm-hmm. on my t-shirt and I chickened out I was like I can't do this everyone's going to be looking at me uh if the staff do confront me it's going to be awkward and embarrassing good content though so well yeah but nonetheless I know I I chickened out I think in I don't I can't speak about like the UK where where was this it was here in Germany in Germany I don't know about Germany either but and I know that in a lot of countries filming in supermarkets they completely forbid it yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I wasn't going to say the name of the supermarket and, you know, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. also I have actually made a video on YouTube, uh, on my YouTube channel. One of my most popular videos actually is for mm-hmm. furniture vocabulary. Oh, wow. Which was filmed in a uh, very famous furniture shop, which uh, judging by their branding colors, they're, they're pro-Ukraine. Oh, I can't imagine who that might be. Yeah. Certainly not Scandinavian or anything. Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Yeah, so could, yeah. could be, could, could well be Scandinavian, but yeah, might be Chinese. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yellow and blue. Um, cool. Yeah, good stuff. I'm going to check out that video as well. Um, but yes, finally, uh, um, are, are you up for one final question? It was what did you said a phrasal verb in, in that? Is is that the question? Am I up for one final question? Is that the actual <laughs> and question? It's, and it's a B. It's a B phrasal verb yeah, as yeah, well. Right. Yeah, up for. Um, that wasn't going to be my question. So no, no, but that <laughs> was that's a bonus. Yet another. <laughs> yet another question. Um, I am. I'm totally up for it. Okay. I'm going to go super deep for the last one. Are Ooh. you ready? I'm, I don't I'm, know. I'm fishing, deep. fishing for sincerity here. Okay. Sincerity. I, I can get sincere and personal. Right. Yeah, it's fine. I'm going to, I'm going to even bring my, myself to the microphone for added gravitas. Okay. Are you Ooh. ready? It's going to sound yes. really weird. What are you after in life? Oh, crikey. <laughs> um, crikey. There you go. That's a nice. Crikey's um, good. I haven't heard yeah. that's retro as well. I haven't heard that for a while. Crikey, oh, I've like been it. hanging around with my with my family recently in, in England and uh, a lot of them say, oh, crikey and blimey. Oh, crikey. So yeah. I've, I've picked it all up again. Nice. Crikey. One. But yeah, what, what, the, what um, after in life? Yeah. What am I after? Um, at the minute, I'm after some stability. Mm-hmm. And... Um, well, bringing up my kids as best I can is what nice. I'm after in life yeah. at the minute. When, uh, but also, um, yeah, 
stability, having a stable relationship, stable work, stable income, stability. I'm always chasing it. I'm after stability. Yeah. That's great. I mean, that's, that's, I think with a question like that, it doesn't do anyone any service to try and think of something original and, and yeah. special because it's, it's just what you want, right? Yeah. There's no, it's difficult to think of one thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. These are good like, answers. I, I, yeah. Stability and certainty, right? Yeah. In the future, for example, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't, we can, can we ever have certainty for the future? I think this is why stability mm. is the best. Um, yeah. You know, because maybe They're related though, right? Stability yeah. is, is, is a sort of, it involves some certainty, I think. Yeah, yeah, because there there is some certainty in what will happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because but then you know, the no, nobody can predict. Um, nobody can predict the pandemic or Russia Ukraine and mm-hmm. having all these knock on effects on the world. Climate change um, and, and the economy. Climate change. And, well, <laughs> yeah. climate change we can predict. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, yeah. There is certain some certainty there, but but one there, thing that's quite certain about that, ironically, is that there is going to be instability as well. So yeah, yeah. So sort of planning conflict. around that, mm-hmm. It, mm-hmm. Uh, you can create your own stability in planning around that. Mm-hmm. You know, we could. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that answer. It's really good, and I think it's really apt for 2022 because stability is something that. You know, we all had a bit of a, a shock with um, with COVID and, and the way that really shook everything up. And I think a lot of people, like, collectively, we haven't really got over that yet. I think we haven't had time to reflect on what that did to us collectively. <laughs> Not um, just that. I think yeah. since since 2016, the world and the news has just been a constant shitstorm. Um, yeah, yeah. Brexit, Trump, COVID. Um, Ukraine. Ukraine and the, the, the climate the thing this, this summer. Yeah. yeah, exactly. This summer, the climate crisis, I think, is really showing its face mm-hmm. and showing what we can expect. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, politicians and um, just... No one is doing anything. I was listening, yeah. But this is it's the way <laughs> yeah. that the, um, uh, the capitalist system works. You know, it doesn't work mm-hmm. like that. Business, business is, is money and uh, profits for shareholders. No yeah. one... It's, yeah, for I, however one feels about capitalism, that, you know, whether it's done as a service or not, this is something that's unavoidable, that that is kind of an obstacle to, yeah. to sorting this out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that got yeah, very heavy, huh? Yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> like a whole other podcast series in itself, if we want to go there. <laughs> yes, and like like uh, the conversation we were having at the beginning of the episode, one, I don't feel 100% qualified to talk about. There were people out there. Who also, yeah, I want to do some do some yeah. research and get some quotes At behind least, me and some yeah. figures before yeah. we jump in there. Yeah, because it's also a contentious issue as well for a lot of people. But a great way to like finish the quick fire round on <laughs> capitalism. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, this is great. Have you have you got? Let's recap very quickly on all the phrasal verbs that we. Oh, um, I hope you've been writing them down. I have. Because... I have. Okay, good. Yeah. So. Um, it'd be rob gabriel or rob gabriel but it doesn't matter who who came up with them we got move in move out or move to we've got be into what kind of music are you into for example brush up on uh be up to uh run out but that became clam up so we got a bit of a bonus because oh, right, I, yeah. I couldn't so run out if you didn't have an question. answer right okay. yeah yeah 
So we had a clam clam up. That's a good one. I prefer that one too. Um, be all about something. Uh, lie in. Um, I'm off. Usually it's just I'm off, isn't it? That that one's used yeah. like that. Um, chicken out and all about. Be all about something. That's it. Okay. That's a good. That's yeah. a good little bank of phrasal verbs there. So. Yeah. An episode all about phrasal verbs. Yeah. And all about, yeah, nice. And those last four, lie in, I'm off, chicken out, and be all about. We didn't explain the meaning. If you want to tell us the meaning or share what you think the meaning is, comments on YouTube, email gabriel at clarkamilla.com for uh, podcast listeners. Yeah. You can get the conversation okay. continuing. Brilliant, Rob. Uh, have you got any questions about anything no. at all from today? Uh, I'm off. <laughs> yeah, I'm off too. 